Uh, <laughs> today's gonna be a bit unhinged. <laughs> Hello, I'm Kenny JD, content creator, nosy bitch, as well as indie musician. What's up, man? It's Sean Peckhouse, the ultimate dot connector. And welcome to Connect the Dots. Connect the Dots is an incredibly special set of conversations where we discuss not only what happens on the court, in the booth, or behind the scenes, but also take an unfiltered look at stardom and culture. People know what the fuck John Morant and LeBron are doing every fucking minute. <laughs> we get to know who people are, what drives them, inspires them, motivates them, makes them into fully fleshed out people. A real humanistic look at those you know and love. If I wasn't a comedian, I'd be a professional show. Shout out to our partner C4 Smart Energy and Prize Picks. Love you all. All right, so we're back. I'm really excited because as much as I love all the men that have been on set, I need some feminine energy. <laughs> so Seriously. I'm really excited that we have our first woman guest here. This is. Connie Diamond. And super excited. She's an upcoming rapper. Fire. Already listened to some of her stuff. I'm a fan already of Ghetto and Ratchet. Um, so, and that's your newest single as I understand it. So, I'm excited to learn more about you. We're excited to learn more about you. Yes. More Talk about your story. What brought you here? What brought you to music? You know, we just want to learn a bit more about you and, and the stuff that you do. <laughs> and what drives you? What Make Wait, sure. before you do that, talk to me. I'm just happy she's big BX. Come on, Kay. yes, <laughs> big we, BX. Can we, no, you know, I'm Bronx, man. Can we get some you know, claps let's going. go. Let's let's go. Let's yeah, come on. We do? Priorities. She's managed by my that. little brother Rap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we grew up together. B, big BX. I'm yes. like his big bro. I love him. You know what I'm saying? Period. Whatever you need, Connie. Talk to us. What you got? Let's going do on? it. Okay, so listen. I don't want to get in trouble because Kenny is a lot of feminine stuff going on. No, it's fine. She's she's doing a lot of masculine shit. She's good vibes. We're good vibes. Okay, good vibes. What's your sign? Taurus. That's why. Capricorn. Period. 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 Yeah. So my name is Connie Diamond. Big Diamond. Big Bronx in the building tonight. Period. Period. Yeah. <laughs> Currently signed with Def Jam. Awesome. Oh. Awesome. Awesome. Period. I yeah. worked with Def Jam for years. I yes. Love it's Def Jam. it's very lovely. Okay. Very lovely right now. Shout out to Tunji. Personally snagged, snatched me up. Love Tunji. <laughs> That's my guy. That. Yeah. He's a good. He's a good dude. Um. But yeah. Um. I've been doing music since I was like 14. I started out doing poetry. I, I did a lot of poetry slams. I did a lot of spoken word around the Stoho area, whatever, uh -huh. you know. And I slowly just transitioned into just adding um, beats to the to the words. You know, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. And you know, I just felt like that was my thing. I felt like I was always I was really really good at that. I um I entered like a poetry contest in my high school. Like like. Where did you go to high school? I went to high school in Queens. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it like a performing school? No, it was actually like a regular, just regular high school. I went to Campus Magnet at first, and then I went to Springfield Gardens. Oh, Springfield Gardens, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and, uh, so where where from the Bronx are you from? Right now, I'm from the Fordham area. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Fordham Road, you know, we outside. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So, um, you know, so I entered the contest. It was really well. I got first place. I'm boasting right now because right. yeah, talk is, talk artistry. Talk. Yeah, period. And you know, I just kind of transitioned into just like doing music. Music has always been a passion for me. I love Ghostface Killer. I love Jada Kiss, Dipset. That's the era I grew up on. Show my real age right now, but not gonna tell you. That's but right. feel me, like that's I grew up on the real spitters and. 
that's what I'm on. You know, I'm very versatile. I feel like I could do like any kind, all types of music. Mm. And I just try to provide like a good vibe for like everyone. You know, I try to do a little bit of R&B, a little whatever. I just try to mix it all in. I don't want to box myself in. Nah. So, yeah, I mean, music has been fun. I recently signed with Def Jam like a year and a half ago. It's good vibes right now. You know, the other ratchet is moving. It's doing what it's doing. And I'm just trying to, you know, give everybody a good vibe, good energy. Like, I'm just about good energy, good vibes, for real. Yeah. That's, how, that's what I'm on, for real. Like, once I get to know you and I'm like, okay, what's going on? What they like? What they doing? <laughs> I like to cater and make everybody feel good. So that's my Love that. Yeah. So we heard a little bit about your story before you got in here. You were basically providing for yourself by being a hairdresser and you dance a little bit, if you don't mind going into that. Yeah, um, I before I officially signed, I was doing hair for like five years. I worked in like two or three, um, two or three hair salons. That's really was my that was my bread and butter. That was with, with like funding everything, the music video, the photo shoots, mm. studio time, and it would be like like clockwork. I'd be in the shop and then I go straight to the studio. Um, the hair money's really really good. Like, cause girls will will pay. I was gonna say they will pay anything for their hair. They will pay any amount of money to, to look good. They don't they don't give a f. You feel me? So that was my that was my thing. Like I love especially the, in New York. Yeah, the girls, the girlies in New York, they don't play about the hair. They need the forty inch bust. <laughs> they need it. Um, I love the color blue. That's my signature. You're not gonna catch me with nothing besides blue. Love that. And for no other reason besides that, I look really good in blue. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you do your own hair? No, but I if I have to, I will do it. Like if it's like crunch time, yeah, and I'm running late and I can't get to a hairstylist or something like that, I'm definitely gonna do it myself. Right. And I, I I love that. And the label right. love that too because they know. <laughs> They're like, okay, <laughs> we're gonna be good. They don't be panicking when it's nah, like. Listen, okay. What you need to do is that when you do your own hair, you build you the charge. Label back Hello, yeah. they gonna, gonna be mad. They gonna be mad. You said know, that. They gonna be mad. You know, I'm not in the label anymore. I'm for the people. I'm for the people. They gonna be mad at you for that. For the people. I'm for the people. But period. Yeah, I know all the secrets. I know all the backdoor <laughs> label secrets. I got let's, you. Let's talk after we, yeah, I got talk you. After we wrap I got it up. You. Don't yeah. worry, Kyle. Love I'm that. Give you some secrets. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what is your process when you make music? Do you treat it much like poetry, for instance, and then you just get a beat later? Or do you get a beat first that speaks to you and then you go I'm, from there? I'm going to be completely honest. My process is never the same. Okay. I have days where I, I just want to, like, I'm inspired and I just want to write. So, I'll just search for a beat and I have days where like I have to I'm like entitled to finish something or do something so my process is like okay I have to finish a feature or someone wants me on a song mm. I have to sit down listen to it make sure I'm sitting for the topic make sure I'm trying to like make sure I'm me at the same time giving them vibes giving them bars whatever you know yeah. so my process is always different I, I don't have the same process but what I can say is that when I'm working on music by myself like when I want to just write and create mm-hmm. I like to create at home mm-hmm. I know a lot of other artists they go to the studio and they create Yeah, I like to Come to the studio already with what I know, what I want to do. Studio time costs. Yes. We we got a budget for it, yes. But I just, I like to come to the studio and get straight to work. The only time I feel like when I like come to the studio and I'm like creative and the vibe is when I'm like out in LA, when they fly me out to like do something or figure something out. But when I'm home, when I'm in the city, I always know what I want to do before I get there. So my engineer already knows what's up. I'm like, when I'm 10 minutes away, I'm like, load this up. So when I get there, I'm ready to get in the booth. So That's I'm, good. I'm home. I'm just like figuring it out already. Cause I've I've noticed like in the times that I've been in studios, mm-hmm. people like to talk for some reason in the studio. It's, as if it don't cost money. It does, <laughs> but it's also it also really depends on people's preference and their yeah. creative process. Yeah. Like you have some people that feed off energy when your friends in the studio. Sometimes your people are like, "Oh, that's hot." Oh, that's yeah, fire. yeah. 
oh, you should say this, you say that. And then it kind of like helps them create, mm-hmm. feel creating what they're doing, right? Me, I don't go to the studio with a bunch of people. I don't like a bunch of people in the studio. My friends will tell you, like, I'm always in the studio by myself. My engineer will tell you, like, every once in a while, my manager will come. And, but that was about it. Like, I, don't, I, I respect like, you guys with that because, I like mean, me, be me working in the music industry, I was always behind the scenes, right? And, but I worked more like marketing and promotion. Mm-hmm. I wasn't an A&R guy. Um, but maybe because I, I have a, I have a, I guess short attention span, so I couldn't sit in somewhere in the same Shout place out to ADHD. for four or five hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? I come to the studio, listen to the music, whatever the single was, help you figure that out, put a plan together. Then I'm like, right, I'm going to club to go. I'm gonna go party and see what these records are gonna pop off. In the yeah, club. Mm-hmm. I'll bring the joint back to you four or five hours from now, and then we'll right. talk again. But yeah. I can never sit there. I respect that. Yeah, I but sometimes because that. that process sometimes can take. Like if you like for me, like I said, I already I like to know what I'm gonna do before I get there. So when I get there, it's like this is what's happening. Yep. But you have some artists that are that are creating on the spot, so you could be in there anywhere from three to four to five to six hours because they're they're in the creative zone and they're trying to figure out what they want to say, how they want to say, it, how they want to deliver it, how they want to lay it. So I, I felt that. Right. I don't I don't like to be that girl that's in the studio for 100 hours. I like to just get in and get out, go to crib. Like, go I'm to done. Crib. I respect exactly. it. Yep. Sounds like you got good management there. Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say that no, sounds like a lot of freedom more than I would expect to yeah. some degree. I I, like, I, I, I love I love my my people. They they pretty much let me they let me they let me take the lead a little bit, and I love that because I'm the type of girl I always know what I want. Yeah, I always know what I want. Like I Stubborn. know, I, like I don't Taurus and Taurus. I always know what I want. I don't know what it is, but it's like. I, I'm I'm learning to kind of let now because I'm like now I have like a I have a bigger team around me mm-hmm. of people just like pulling the strings and making the calls and making sure I'm good and orchestrating things for me. So I'm yeah. learning, learning, trying to learn how to let them just take the lead and handle it and and be who they are. But it's I've I've been I've been doing music for like years, mm-hmm. like over like almost ten. Like so I'm like I'm still. And it's a balance because you, you want to trust them to do their job, exactly. But also want to be. But when you're exactly, but when you're in a space where you're used to doing things on your own, or you're used to just being you, your cameraman and your homegirl, you your right. cameraman and your best <laughs> friend, it's like yeah, I just yeah, I be figuring it out on your own. So you just used to a certain thing, but it's, it's good vibes, man. It's good vibes. Yeah, I'm very happy, very happy awesome. right now. Awesome, awesome. So, oh, so we saw that you were starting to pop off with your freestyles in particular. Do you want to do a little reflection on that? Like, what was it like when you were getting your first like feedback from Ball if I want to and stuff like that? It was, I'm not gonna lie, my first viral freestyle was Summer 16 Drake Freestyle. And that was after I took like a little break. I I normally take mental breaks. I'll be going off the gram, the socials for like a couple weeks at a time. But I realized that the people, they they really be like looking for me. So when I come back, they're like, paying attention they're tuned in and when I come back I always come back with like bangers like that's my specialty so I'm really a fan of freestyling like I love free doing freestyles I had to like teach and train myself to um actually like get good at creating an actual record because I'm so used to freestyling you know mm-hmm. you're freestyling you're just saying whatever yeah you're, doing, you're just saying whatever you're not really like you don't have a constructing topic, exactly so that is one thing that I learned, just being with the label is how to like create a song and keep people entertained and keep you know, people's attention span is just like out the window. Mm-hmm. So my freestyle era was like, it was golden because the freestyle era is what got me signed. My, mm-hmm. my, well, if I went to freestyle, that is what caught Tunji's attention. 
and he he I think he DM me hmm. like oh, hey wow. here's my number whatever whatever it's and as it casual good, as that sometimes he's such a good dude man he's so cool and we had dinner and and he was just like yeah I want you period yeah I love been, that and he's like been he looked at all of my old stuff which made me feel he was just really 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 interested yeah Tony's a good dude got a good ear yeah great executive you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. friend they're, they're friends of the family uh, Tony's definitely and they're all friends of it right there yeah good vibes. Oh, I know what I want to ask you. Tell me. So you were saying about a, you have to sometimes take a mental block. What What is that? Explain what you mean. Like, just you feel like you got to pull away from social media for a little bit? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> in general, I feel like as artists, we're always going to be our own worst critics. We're going to be in our heads a lot about the product that we put out. And I feel like we have moments where we have good moments and we have okay moments and we have bad moments. And I'm seeing this to all artists that are like doing what they're doing right now. It's good. It, that's the process. Like, and because we have social media, we see only um, the good shit. Like we see, excuse my language. Sorry. No, no, no. no, 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 no it's fine. Podcast. Okay, cool. So we, we only see the good, the glands, the glamours, the top 100s, the top whatever, the million views. They don't see the, the actual process of like sometimes people, you know, it's, it's not always just a like a, straight to the top road. Right. So I had to learn doing music, like everything is not going to be just glitz and glam all the time. I'm not going to always have a fire, fire song. Like I'm nobody's like, no one is Drake, right? Because Drake always dropped heat. You just got the choir, right? <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's a process. It's just about understanding that, you know, um, it's just a process, right? This is a process. So I take my mental breaks because I'm, I be in my head a lot about what people gravitate towards. Instead of just focusing on just putting out music and just staying true to the art and just, you know, just being who I am. So that that is why I take a lot of mental breaks because I feel like, damn, I put something out in, um, in January and it was so fire. And now in March, I put something out and nobody's really messing with it. So that can that can make an artist discouraged. That can make right, them right. feel like they're not as good. So I take those mental breaks to remind myself that I'm that B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just about it's that's that's BX. Yeah. The BX. <laughs> yeah, it's just about staying focused and just like and just not stopping and just I love that. You know, you know? I have a you know, I have a 13 year old daughter. She's a teenager now, Sean Riley. <clears throat> she's one of three of my kids who I love, all girls, but I feel like she's starting to get to that age where she's you know, she does very well in school, but she's always on like TikTok and things like that with her friends and I'm I'm happy you said that because I, I just not only as an artist, but I think for people in general, sometimes just to pull away from social yeah. media and just maybe read or research or do something that take the time. Like that's what I do. I put a time limit on my socials because yeah. you know, you become accustomed of just getting up and you know And yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, like now Very I get up, check my emails first, then go through my text messages, mm-hmm. then hit the, the the gram or whatever as right. they say. But right. I think that, that that's such great advice. Yeah. Um. Just for people in general, to to sort of like be able to to disengage once in a while. And I'm sorry. That's what I really wanted to see. No, I I I felt that. I love that. I love that you you know touched on that because that's really what it's about. Like you have to detach sometimes. Yeah. Because it's just it's a lot going on. Yeah. It's just it's a lot going on. Especially in kind of related to that, I was thinking about like criticism or critique of your work too can really make you like lose focus of the type of work you want to do right or i I think good feedback can make you feel like you're doing a great job but it also makes 
no feedback or bad feedback feel harder like not doing the enough right right like damn i, but that's, I just I came feel out like with that's something the a few days ago <laughs> shit <y'all laughs> right but that's the name of the game like yeah. you you gotta know that you're you know you just gotta if you're you gotta remember what you're doing it for yeah right and you can't let outside opinions like taint or tamper with your vision and what you want to do so i guess that kind of leads into a question of like what do you do it for like what is what is your driving force that makes you man i i took so many breaks right yeah and i had moments where i'm like i don't want to do music no more i'm tired of this that's right. who are these people why are they before me why yeah. i've been doing music for so long and this person just came out and this person is here and i really had to like just tap into like the spiritual side of myself and just understand that that when it's time for you to be where you want to be you're going to be there and i literally like i just really started like tapping into that like and because I, I, you know, like the road it gets rough for everyone, right? Everyone goes through things, you know what I'm saying? And I just, just feel like, like, oh, well, I have to have it so bad. Like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm... It feels very isolating, too. Yeah, you know? Like, you're and the then, only person going And then, that. as you like, when you're doing music for a long time, you also just feel like, um, am I good enough? Because this person is here. You start comparing yourself to what you see on social media. So, my thing is just like, I like how I feel when I do music, I like how I make people feel when they're like receiving my music um I like I, I just I like to create like I'm a creative like uh like I'm that's just my vibe it's just tourist energy for real <laughs> we're like super creative we like to do everything so like to separate is so that you can focus on your artistry and not like necessarily how people receive it or yeah yeah I get that that's right you also got to be very like confident in yourself mm-hmm. and it's hard when people are like telling you how you should feel about certain things like exactly yeah yeah, I've had like people on Twitter, like I had a lot of harsh comments in like 2016 because I was a little heavier mm-hmm. and there was just like, oh, she looks like Missy Elliott. Oh, she's fat. She's this, she's that. And I just was like, okay. I was a little sad at first. I love Missy Elliott, but I'm yeah. like, okay, y'all gonna be fat. Like, what's going on? But whatever. Um, I just I had to go like, on a whole diatribe about how, why do I owe you being a certain body type to make right. music? But yeah, and that's do the- we have time <laughs> is the question. Right. But you know what? It's it's really about again. I said just kind of like accepting and understanding your path, who you are, where you want to go, what you're doing. You can't like like once you choose this field, you got to understand that people are gonna do this all yeah. day, twenty four hours, the blogs, whatever. So it's like I'm in a space where I really don't give a fuck. Like I, um, and that's free. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like that's so free. I'm like, oh, she sound like a man. She sound like Pop Smoke. I go to comments like, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Like, you know, I'll just keep it going. So I'm in a different space right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in a different space. So I don't really Yeah, I love that. Well, Thank you. I think you guys are beautiful black women. And Thank I'm you. just very privileged to be in your presence and love you guys and keep your artistry and don't listen to no bullshit. Period. Absolutely not. Love you guys. Period. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's crazy. So, you know, I worked with Ludacris for a very long time when I when I was the uh, executive vice president of Def Jam. Mm-hmm. my brother, avid cigar smokers. So I heard you got that sample clear. Like, you lit out there, huh? <laughs> I heard you got the sample, the move bitch sample clear. It was clear. a task. It was a I task. I was going to say. So talk, give us a little bit a about task. that process. What, what was that yes. about? Okay, so I originally wanted to put their song out. And then um, for some reason, it got the sample got denied. I, they didn't give me a reason why. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm still in the tea. They got it wasn't, keep, they got a, it wasn't a guy named Shaka behind that that was holding I don't think, up. I don't, I really don't know. No, I don't we got to call him. And that's my we guy. should edit accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> right, to do that. So, um, um, so they was like, it's denied. 
I was like, okay. I I was upset about it because that was like the second song that sample that got the nine. I was like, what are we doing? This is what I want to do. <laughs> what do y'all want? So, yes. And they were like, you could put it out as a freestyle. And I'm like, all right, cool. Put it as a freestyle. And it went viral on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, everything, everywhere. So you got it hot. Yes, I got it very hot. You know, I, I'm spilling the tea. Okay. How you got to get them to get on, get on, get them on y'all, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow yeah. the lead. You got to just put it out. Yeah. Right? So... Someone asked me on Twitter, like, hey, can we get this on streaming, DSPs? I'm like, I have to clear the sample. And I talked to Ludacris. And they were DMing Ludacris. They were literally writing Ludacris all day on that. They was putting the big big Air Force One he had on the video. Yes. (laughs) On his neck. On his neck. neck. What's going on? (laughs) And it it just went out of control. They was DMing him, like, let's let's, let's do the right thing, Luda. Let's let's get this cleared. No, no. And I was like... Dude is a great guy. He man. is. He's, he's he's one of one in a million. I, I've worked with a lot of artists in my life, but he's a real one. But he is definitely. I get it. But you um, moved him. I did, yeah. and I love it. He's a stand-up <laughs> dude. I actually met him at when they came when he was through the Janet Jackson tour mm. in Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. I got to meet him backstage. Dope. Energy was so good. He's so dope. I love that. He loved. He, I showed him the video. He was so hyped. I was just so happy to be in his presence because like. This is the type of stuff we grew up on that we like, you know, and I just was so grateful to be in his presence. Well, now nah, I respect That's, that. But yes. I, yo, listen. We got it done. We got it done. That, I hear my guy, Bron, Bron, LeBron was out there. Yes. Talk, yo, talk, what's going on? Talk to us about that. Oh, my God. I literally, I just got off like a group call with all of my my project manager, mm-hmm. A&R managers, whatever. And then like literally I'm going Instagram and I see LeBron. <laughs> I see like a LeBron James. That, it says reposted the video. And I'm like, uh. So everyone's writing me, LeBron, 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 LeBron. And I'm like, LeBron. <laughs> I was so hyped. So yeah, LeBron, he, he was he was fucking with it. He was like, this is hard, yo. And I was so happy. And I got to be honest with you. You know, um, I've met LeBron. I've known him for quite some time. It's family. Great guy. Melo, D-Wade, they, they're all brothers. And I've been able to be fortunate to spend time around him, you know, through his brothers. Um, Melo, D-Wade, the CP3. And every time we've hung out, that guy's a DJ. Like, nobody can touch the playlist. The music, you, right? The music. He knows. And he knows. He like, be knowing. He, no, he, he got knows. the ear. From top to bottom, all genres. But he loves hip-hop. So if he's really, like, co-signing you, he knows what's going on. Trust yeah, me I really appreciate that. That's real yeah, love. I definitely appreciate that. It was good vibes. I hope all my ex-boyfriends jealous. <laughs> you know they love everybody. Love LeBron James. Yeah. They're like LeBron <laughs> post you. I'm like yeah, I know. Yeah, I saw LeBron post you. Get off my line. <laughs> you know I was thinking about you. You know right. Or <laughs> oh, they was all jealous. I was like yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, God, Bronny, that's dope. All right, yo. I'm a Detroiter. The oh. only <laughs> really. And so being that I haven't spent a whole lot of time in New York, and both of y'all are from the Bronx. I wanted to know if y'all could describe like the differences between each of the boroughs. Like, okay. what is signature for each of them? Let the me boroughs? start. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna let I'm, you go I'm first. A, I'm gonna pee back. I'm gonna throw it back to you. Right. Yeah. So, well, we're gonna go borough to borough. You're gonna go all five, and then we go. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do maybe two or three, and then I'm like, all right, right, but you know, think because then you know, you got this. Okay, let me see. Okay. All right, so if you gonna offend somebody, if you want to like go shopping, and if you want to just like go for a walk and want to see pretty lights, I would say you need to go to Manhattan. Mm -hmm. The vibe, very crowded, very touristy. Yes, touristy. You might get bumped, might get moved, but that's regular. This is New York City. Yeah, we like that, but we don't mean no harm. We just we just trying to get to where we're going, so we might push you and nudge you, but that's just how it is in, 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 in 
in your titties, period. In Manhattan, you might get a little bumped, crowded out there, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to get a little ghetto and ratchet, right, you can come to the Bronx. <laughs> come to the Bronx, come to the Bronx, you know. Man, you got a lot of lounges. We got, you know, a little over further down. You got Titan, you got a little area, hookah, mm. vibes, lounges. Um, fun. Queens is calm, it's cute. If you were looking to do a little shopping, get something to eat, go to Jamaica yeah, Avenue. Yeah, Queens mm. finest. Yeah, you go to Jamaica Avenue. Yeah. They got like a spot for margaritas, pizzas, delicious. But they also have like a spot on a Coliseum block that sells Jamaican beef patties. Get into like little Ooh, Caribbean yeah. vibe. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I don't know too much about Staten Island. Um, Brooklyn. I haven't been to Brooklyn a lot, but there's a spot I've been to that sells like exotic. Um, Infused food, so I don't know if you into like little little high, little mm. <laughs> social edible, socially here and there. Yeah, so they do the infused big macaroni, buffalo wings. Is it good though? See, like I, <laughs> I, I occasionally <laughs> get high, but I wouldn't eat the food. I wouldn't eat to get high. But I went there with my homegirls, and they were like, "It's not good." And then like they were like, "Yo, I'm so high. It's so good." But they said it was a good vibe. So okay, good liquor, music, that type of stuff. Help oh. me out here. Am I touching all the? Am I touching everything? Yeah, no, you, you got it, Connie. Only thing with me is, I, I, like, I'm an old man, so I, I know the boroughs in three different eras. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like the 80s, the 90s, 2000s. Give it to her. It's, just it's give it to two. her. Give so it to her. I'm just, I don't want to give you all three eras. I'm just going <laughs> to give you my perspective. All right. So I can, you know, I like to go out and hang out with different places. I don't want no problems with nobody. You know, just, I'm giving you the old man's perspective. Fair. Okay, I'm going to give you the 80s and 90s. Okay. Manhattan's uptown to Harlem. That was the place to go. You want to hang out. Get your nice new car, your fresh car, your fresh clothes. You Period. went through Harlem. That's yeah. where you go show off. On 25th Street, mm-hmm. that's where you showed off. Showing off. Money yeah. making Manhattan. Mm-hmm. BX, if you don't know nobody in the BX, just make sure you're in the right spots. Very cultural place. We love you. <laughs> Big uh, sort of uh, melting pot. Puerto Ricans, blacks, Dominicans, yes. Italians, Greeks. We all got along. We're yes. family, right? Mm-hmm. You will get stomped out out there. Yeah, if, you're not okay. alone, if you don't show people That was respect. the undercurrent I heard. Brooklyn, <laughs> if you don't know nobody in Brooklyn, keep your ass out okay. of Brooklyn. All right. I really didn't want to say that. <laughs> no, gotta, I, was, uh, I just wanted to didn't want to say that. But it's fair. I'm not disrespecting no, nobody. No, in 2000s. Please, I got my family in Brooklyn. I love you guys. That's very in much the right 80s now. 80s and 90s, I'm an old man. Keep your ass out of Brooklyn if you ain't had to go there. Period. Period. <laughs> I'm not even using the new words. I'm going to use period. <laughs> <laughs> Staten Island, we love by, because you know, I always had, I grew up in music. Like, the thing, me being older, I grew up in hip hop. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's sort of like, it wasn't a career for me when I grew up in music. It was a it was a job. I mean, I had a job, but we all grew up in the culture of it, right? So I always, when you thought of Staten Island, it was always like Wu. Wu It was yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Because they ran Staten Island, RZA, Meth, you know, Chef, uh, uh, Ghost, those are my brothers, mm-hmm. right? So. We all worked together when we were younger, so that's what we always thought about with Staten Island, you know. Um, and and then I guess Queens. Well, I'm from the '80s, '90s, so we mm-hmm. Queens always to us had like really beautiful women, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the exotic mixture of different women, mm-hmm. Queens and things of that sort. It was a big melting pot, you know, from different uh, Caribbean right. and South American countries. Mm-hmm. A lot of beautiful women in Queens, so yeah, that that was our view. Okay, Queen, it's good vibes. I, I know. It's, it's baddies in all the boroughs, there but you know, don't try to claim all the baddies is in Queen. I'm a married man. I don't want no smoke. I'm yeah. just trying to say 
That was the 80s and 90s. We ain't taking nothing okay. away from you. All right. right. No, all right. right. We know you got the BX and the BX. Yeah. The bed is outside. You heard what Ice Spice said. Yeah, the bed is she showing her panty. I don't want In no the middle smoke. of the Check flight, I'm just singing Queen to me. Right. Good vibes, man. Good vibes, man. Yeah. Did I do an all right job? Did I keep it real? You did. Okay. But, um... Drag Tune Queen he made the song Life Camera Action. Oh, uh, oh, what? Uh, uh, Mr. Chick, he had, Lost he, Boys. He made a song about coming to see a girl from the Bronx. I'm just, uh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I was just, I was trying to, he did make a song about coming to see a girl that lived in the Bronx, but whatever. No, I didn't. So, listen, <laughs> see, whatever. Right. I'm glad you checked. Nah, it's no shade. I love all my, That's I love no, no, all, no, 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 I love no, all my, no, no, my no. bees. And, and, no, I'm I love my girl. I'm glad you checked me because that's why I said, and growing up in three different eras, that's what guys looked at in the 80s and 90s. Right. Of course. And you got to remember, Mr. Cheeks lived in Queens. So he was probably tired of all the Queens girls, so he had he, to go he, to the he, <laughs> he was like, I need to get something. I need to do something else. I need to find Let's Let's switch it up. Yeah. Yeah. Love right. that. Okay. Got you. I don't Let's want do no it. smoke with nobody. Ain't no I'm smoke, just baby. Good, baby. We all, we all, it's all love over here, baby. That we was good. just it. Okay, good. Awesome. So we're going to finish things up with a goat round. For those of you that don't know, it is simply where we ask you, what is your greatest of all time in whatever given category? Kind of speed round I type. I time limit? No, just like okay. whatever comes to mind. Okay. So, what is your greatest of all time rapper? Rapper? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> you better not let it be somebody now. You're going to see him in the club. <laughs> the club. Hell no. Nah. Huh? It damn sure ain't nobody right now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, all, all time. I'm going to go with Fab or Jadakiss. Ooh. I still got to do my due diligence. <laughs> add the tallies up, but it's those two that I always feel like maybe be like, what? Oh, I love that, <laughs> man. Fab, I'm saying Fab because Fab always, he always, he's going to give you what's today. Nah, Fab, today that's bars. a good one, by the way. Today bars. That's Every time, one. today bars. That's a good and one. And Jada just always give you the, 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 the shits that made you say, oh shit, wait. I didn't hear that. And when you hear it the second time, yeah. it's like, I didn't hear that the first time. Mm. I like, that's what I love about Jada. So I don't know yet. Between wow. the two. Between I respect that. That's yeah. Good. Movie. Of all time? Just your 300. Favorite. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I love that. Food. The action is phenomenal. Food of all time? Like, I'm, you can pick, like, uh, type of food as far as like an item or like a cuisine like from a particular country or... I'm recently pescatarian for like the, the last two or three months uh -huh. um, I'm gonna go with salmon it's been doing yeah. me what I needed to do it's been you know I love a good salmon jerk you know Ooh. lemon pepper I've been switching it up it's good I'm gonna do the salmon miso uh, maple that's good recipe I gotta try that yeah um date night spot I can't say that because I'll be outside <laughs> One of my others might try to come to the spot and Ooh, I'm like, don't blow the spot up. Ooh, Chill. Don't blow uh, night, day night for sure in Manhattan though. Like somewhere in the okay. city, calm, is always open, lighting good. I'm just say that. Okay, cool. Yeah. And let's see. And I'll just finish it out with fashion brand. One more time? Fashion brand or fashion item that you can't go without. Your blue hair. Is it? Yeah. Probably. Like, my hair. stylist, shout out to Ariel. Um, she has me obsessed with like silver jewelry now. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, I'm obsessed with it looks silver. Good. Silver, 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 silver. So I just need to have silver accessories, like, period. Like, awesome. On whatever I got on, period. And I'll be all right. Because all the time people feel like with black women, we got to wear like gold 
a yeah. warm color. No, I'm like, I'm like obsessed with silver right now. Love it. All right. Thanks for coming out. It was great talking to you. Is there anything you would like to promote? Shout out. Yes. Um, thank you guys for having me first and foremost. Yeah. Lovely. Anytime. Lovely, lovely, lovely vibes. Love it here. <laughs> you are definitely a friend of the, of the show. We got great. Thank you. <laughs> I'd love to come back. Family. Yes. Um, Get on Ratchet. The remix is on the way. Keep awesome. streaming the original Get On Ratchet. The video's out, YouTube, everywhere, DSPs. I'm going to be on a road really soon. going to be doing a little bit of touring. I'm going to be in a city near you, or you or you, maybe <laughs> soon, right? So just pay attention to my socials for those dates. And I want to give a super, super shout out to Ken the Man. That's my girl right there. Very humble, beautiful soul. She's from Texas. Um, one of the really, really good rap girlies. And I just want to give her her flowers because she's been so kind and, and good to me and just my journey and being here. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. That's what we on. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, we outside. <laughs> Connecting the dots. Connecting yes. the dots. That's what we're doing.